0: Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 28th day of January. Welcome. So great to be here with you today as we come together and finish out the week. This is where I will leave you at the end of, um, at the end of the, the reading, the scripture. We still have the scripture to go through, but I am so thrilled, so stoked to be here today and to, um, to come and we're not finishing this story today, but I'm finishing this part of the story with you today. And so let's jump in. We're in Genesis 46 through 47, finishing off with the common English Bible for this week. Israel packed up everything he owned and traveled to Beersheba. There he offered sacrifices to his father Isaac's God. God said to Israel in a vision at night, Jacob Jacob." And he said, I'm here. He said, I am El, your father's God. Don't be afraid to go down to Egypt, because I will make a great nation of you there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I promise to bring you out again. Joseph will close your eyes when you die. Then Jacob left Beersheba. Israel's sons put their father Jacob, their children, and their wives on the wagons Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They took their livestock and their possessions that they had acquired in the land of Canaan and arrived in Egypt. Jacob and all of his children with him, his sons and grandsons, his daughters and his granddaughters, all of his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. These are the names of the Israelites who went to Egypt, including Jacob and his sons. Jacob's oldest son was Reuben. Reuben's sons were Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. Simeon's sons were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jashin, Zohar, and Shal, whose mother was a Canaanite. Levi's sons were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Judah's sons were Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. Ur and Onan both died in the land of Canaan. Perez's sons were Hezron and Hamul. Isachar's sons were Tola, Puva, Lob, and Shimron. Zubalin's sons were Sered, Elon and Jelhil. These are the sons Leah bore to Jacob and Padan Aram. Her daughter was Dinah. All of these persons, including his sons and daughters, totaled 33. Gad's sons were Zephion, Haggai, Shon, Ezbon, Arai, Erodi, and Arilli. Asher's sons were Imna, Ishva, Ishvai, Bariah, and their sister Bariah's sons were Heber and Malkiel. These are their sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Leah. She bore these to Jacob, a total of sixteen persons. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, were Joseph and Benjamin. To Joseph, in the land of Egypt, were born Manasseh and Ephraim, Asnath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of Eloipus, them to him. Benjamin's sons were Bela, Beker, Ashbel, Ira, Neman, Ehai, Rosh, Muppim, Huppim, and Ard. These are Rachel's sons who were born to Jacob, a total of 14 persons. Dan's son was Husham. Aftali's sons were Jezheel, Gunai, Jezer, and Shalim. These are the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Rachel. She bore these to Jacob, a total of seven sons. All of these persons going to Egypt with Jacob, his own children, excluding Jacob's sons, wives, totaled 66 persons. Joseph's sons born to him in Egypt were two persons. Thus all the persons in Jacob's household going to Egypt totaled 70. Israel had sent Judah ahead to Joseph so that Joseph could explain the way to Goshen. Then they arrived in the land of Goshen. Joseph hitched up his chariot and went to meet his father Israel in Goshen. When he arrived, he threw his arms around his neck and wept, embracing him for a long time. Israel said to Joseph, I can die now after seeing your face. You are really still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, Let me go up and inform Pharaoh and tell him, My brothers and my father's household who are in the land of Canaan have arrived. The men are shepherds because they own livestock. They have brought with them their flocks and herds and everything they own. When Pharaoh summons you and says, What do you do? Say, Your servants have owned livestock since we were young, both we and our ancestors, so that you will be able to settle in the land of Goshen, since Egyptians think all shepherds are beneath their dignity. Joseph went to inform Pharaoh and said, My father and brothers with their flocks, herds and everything they own have come from the land of canaan and are now in the land of goshen from all of his brothers he selected five men and presented them before pharaoh pharaoh said to joseph's brothers what do you do they said to pharaoh your servants are shepherds both we and our ancestors they continued we've come to the land as immigrants because the famine is so severe in the land of Canaan, that there are no more pastures for your servants' flocks. Please allow your servants to settle in the land of Goshen." Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since your father and brothers have arrived, the land of Egypt is available to you. Settle your father and brothers in the land's best location. Let them live in the land of Goshen. And if you know capable men among them, put them in charge of my own livestock. Joseph brought his father Jacob and gave him an audience with Pharaoh. Jacob blessed Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? Jacob said to Pharaoh, I have been a traveler for 130 years. My years have been few and difficult. They don't come close to the years my ancestors lived during their travels. Jacob blessed Pharaoh and left Pharaoh's presence. Joseph settled his fathers and brothers and gave them property in the land of Egypt, in the best location in the land of Ramses, just as Pharaoh had ordered. Joseph provided food for his father, his brothers, and his father's entire household, in proportion to the number of children. There was no food in the land because the famine was so severe. The land of Egypt and the land of Canaan dried up from the famine. Joseph collected all of the silver to be found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain, which people came to buy, and he deposited it into Pharaoh's treasury. The silver from the land of Egypt and from the land of Canaan had been spent. And all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes, just because the silver is gone? Joseph said, Give me your livestock, and I will give you food for your livestock if the silver is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food for the horses, flocks, cattle, and donkeys. He got them through that year with food in exchange for all their livestock. When that year was over they came to him the next year and said to him we can't hide from my master that the silver is spent and that we've given the livestock to my master all that's left for my master is our corpses and our farmland why should we die before your eyes we and our farmland too buy us and our farms for food and we and our farms will be under pharaoh's control give us seed so that we can stay alive and not die so that our farmland won't become unproductive So Joseph bought all Egypt's farmland for Pharaoh because every Egyptian sold his field when the famine worsened So the land became Pharaoh's He moved the people to the cities from one end of Egypt to the other However, he didn't buy the farmland of the priests because Pharaoh allowed the priests a subsidy and They were able to eat from the subsidy Pharaoh gave them Therefore they didn't have to sell their farmland Joseph said to the people, Since I've now purchased you and your farmland for Pharaoh, here's seed for you. Plant the seed on the land. When the crop comes in, you must give one fifth to Pharaoh. You may keep four fifths for yourself, for planting fields, and for feeding yourselves, those in your households and your children. The people said, You've saved our lives. If you wish, we will be Pharaoh's slaves. So Joseph made a law that still exists today. Pharaoh receives one fifth of Egypt's farmland. Only the priest's farmland didn't become Pharaoh's. Israel lived in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen. They settled in it, had many children and became numerous. After Jacob had lived in the land of Egypt for 17 years and after he had lived a total of 147 years, Israel's death approached. He summoned his son Joseph and said to him, if you would be so kind, Lay your hand under my thigh and be loyal and true to me. Don't bury me in Egypt. When I lie down with my fathers, carry me from Egypt and bury me in their grave. Joseph said, I will do just as you say. Israel said, give me your word. And Joseph gave his word. Then Israel slumped down at the head of the bed. So today is the second to last day of the book of Genesis. So tomorrow you will finish that off with my mom and then begin the book of Exodus. And so as we finish out this part of the story, um, it's really interesting the way that things get set up. So we have uh, Joseph who is second in command and he has faithfully maintained this position. And now he is in a place where he is selling um, the storehouses. like He he gathered up he, not only did he interpret the dream for Pharaoh, but he has been held, like he's got the position to be responsible for storing up all of that grain and then to sell it. And so that's what's kind of happening here is the Egyptians are they're buying up the grain and then they are like, okay, we don't have any more silver. And then um, they're they're using their farmland their cattle to have to use that as a monetary um source to keep eating to stay alive and so then joseph who's in this position for pharaoh is like okay great like i have enough equity here i'm gonna buy up all the land for pharaoh and um except for these specific lands for the priests those those stay the priests um but here is seed use this for yourself and also use this to plant but then make sure you give this portion for pharaoh and so then they become enslaved now this is the part that i kind of got almost like stumbled upon because i was like okay I'm out do the egyptians just then turn into the israelites here and then like this is the slavery part but no you'll you'll read that um in the next two days but um yeah so everything kind of seems like it's working for each other and then um within the within joseph's family where remember he brought 70 there's 70 of them that he he all brought together into the land of egypt and they are, I mean, 70 people doesn't seem that intimidating, right? So they, they just hunker down, they settle in, and they start becoming numerous. And we'll see where this takes off from here. Again, I'm trying to stay present in today's reading and not launch into what's coming. But um, it definitely is a interesting ending to this story. But um, I've so enjoyed reading the story of, of Joseph and just the man of integrity that he was and that he chose to be, even when he had a lot of reasons that he didn't have to. And uh, I'm just so grateful that we have people like this to read in the Bible. I feel like there's a lot of things in the Bible that were like, okay, you see this? Don't do this, you know, or... Or more so of just like, okay, that did not work out for them that way. Okay, let's be mindful of this. Let's carry this wisdom, this knowledge uh, with us. And then sometimes we see things that are like, man, that really encourages my heart to to move in this same direction or to be similar or even just to be aware or to, to pray similarly. And, uh, and so I, I'm thankful for his life that he, he lived. And so, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is relatable and that all these thousands of years later, your Holy Spirit is breathing life and that it holds weight and it holds value and we can relate to it. And Lord, I just thank you for that. What a gift it is to have your word. And I just thank you for it. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, that is all for this week. That's all from me for today. Uh, I leave you here. And like I said, you'll get to finish out the book of Genesis. Then you will begin Exodus. And um, it's going to be a, a long journey. We, we will read that that story um, of, of the long journey. And that's all I'll say. But uh, I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here next week.
1: Good morning, chronological uh, prayer group. I'm Heather. I'm from Nashville, and first time calling in. Just listening to China's pouring out of two very difficult passages of understanding why the mandrakes were important. I didn't know. And thank you for that. I've been reading the Bible since uh, 2004, straight through every year. And so I'm, I'm glad for all these different translations. And then for Dinah, I'm crushed by that passage every year that I read because of being a survivor of rape. And I took a self-defense class this year, and it really spurred me on to refer to myself in regards to anything as a survivor. And I don't know that I'm ever going to be an overcomer uh, because that changes you forever, but I do want to be freed, and so this is my prayer request for myself and perhaps anyone else that's struggling. Forty years later, I uh, I do want to have the triggers removed so that I can trust people. I I don't want to attract anyone that would hurt me, um, and and I feel like I'm in a in a loop that's not help healthy in regards to my my thought life in regards to trusting um, men so please lord i just want to lift up myself and anyone else that's struggling with trauma help these triggers to be removed and help us to live in peace in our minds and our thought lives and our relationships so just want to thank you so much all for your prayers i love them every day and i hope you all have a wonderful year happy 2023 to you all thank you lord
2: Last year I started a little business and the inventory that I bought I probably bought too much Um, and then that inventory has an expiration and so now I have debt um, left over from last year and I just need guidance on what inventory to buy for this year. Um, It's a very small business and um, in a small community. And I am just needing prayer for how to move forward. This is Adrian, his mighty tortoise. Debbie, I'm just checking in on you from early January. Um, if you go back and listen to um, the first caller on January 11th, uh, Valerie, she was a first-time caller. She spoke beautifully over you, and I urge you to go back and listen to her. Um, I hope that I hope that your spirit has calmed down. And I hope that your spirit has gained a little bit of peace. So many people have been praying for you and I've been praying for you as well. This is your friend, Adrian from Maryland. We love you. Good morning, fam. This is Emma in Indiana. Um, first time DABCer, um, long time dabber. Um, I am calling in this morning, um, Asking for prayer for both myself and my husband. Um, he's also he is a first time dabber this year, so that's pretty great. Um, but I'm just I'm reaching out and asking for prayer. Um, he, my husband, is going through a career change, and through this career change, he has a training program that is um, about ten hours away from where we currently live and I'm not going to see him for another six weeks and I just ask that you pray over the situation and over his courses and the things that he needs to do to be successful at the training program he's at for his new job Um, and that you also pray Uh, for me to have wisdom and to have grace as I am at home kind of waiting for him to come home. Um, Yeah, so prayer would be great. Uh, Thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a blessed one.
3: Hey DABC, this is Marielle from Massachusetts. First, I want to praise God for calling Jill China Brian and everyone else to this mission of the DAB, DABC. It has been such a blessing for me over the past few years. So thank you all. I am calling to request prayers for my family. First, um I asking for prayer for my family to come to know God, not just as a concept to believe in or not believe in, but as a personal Savior and Lord. I pray that they open their hearts and surrender to Jesus to find true relationship with Him. Second, I pray for protection for my sister, Martha, who is getting baptized January 29th. And I pray this baptism helps us break generational curses in my family, like addiction, alcoholism, unhealthy, physical, intimate relationships. And third, I pray for healing for my dad, Chris, who was just recently diagnosed with pulmonary fibrosis from chemo um, in the early 80s. So his lungs no longer expand or contract enough him to get enough oxygen so I'm praying for a miracle that defies medicine so all glory goes to God and he finally believes and fourth I humbly pray for or I ask for prayers for a godly husband to help me lead and be an example for my family over the past um Eight or so years, I've been focusing on relationship with Jesus instead of men and letting go of the lies of the enemy about my value and worth. So I'm asking for prayer for continued renewal of hope and faith that God does not intend for me to be alone. I thank all the prayer warriors out there, and I lay my petitions down at the foot of the cross. I believe and receive your prayers in the name of Jesus, not just for my family, but for all families in need of healing and protection. Thank you, and God bless.